YouTube CEO will delete anything that contradicts World Health Organization on COVID-19. In fact, this is her saying it herself. Um, anything that would go against World Health Organization recommendations would be a violation of our policy. What I found disturbing about this is she's not saying anything that goes against CDC guidelines or FDA guidelines, which I would be suspect of any, anyway, because we've seen a lot of problems with the modeling and all the thoughts happening here. But at least those are U.S. government agencies. YouTube is Google, right? It's a U.S. government agency that is saying we will take down anything that does not adhere to a foreign body, an international body. WHO does not work for the United States. They work with China. They work with Africa. They work with India. So, and we know that China, I think, would love to see America have problems. So to say that a, an international agency is deciding what an American company is going to do, we're on really, really shaky ground. And of course, it really is affecting the dialogue. And what are the guidelines? I and mean, why is the WHO, are they just so much smarter than everyone else? How is it we're going to have advancements in medicine? Advancements in medicine happen because one doctor, or one science, or scientist, or one scientific team discovers something that nobody else saw. You realize every single advancement in medicine happens because one doctor saw something different than everyone else did. That's the only way we've ever evolved. It's never been on consensus. It's never been because the WHO or a, a world body of scientists you know, discovered something. One person, and now YouTube's saying, we're gonna stop that. This was one of the videos that was censored from YouTube. Okay, I just want to throw this disclaimer in there before we even get started, since they delete everything that comes out of my mouth, that this video is not a commentary on COVID or the World Health Organization's recommendations on COVID. This video is a commentary on Bill Gates, on governments, it's a commentary on censorship and sterilization and public policy. It's a commentary on a lot of things, but this has nothing to do with wearing a mask or leaving your home or, or anything that is forbidden by the technocrats. So hopefully the censors in their cubicles will see this before they take away my human rights again. That intro clip at the very beginning was Del Bigtree over at the High Wire, and he was talking about the censorship of these doctors. Just like the two doctors, the video that I just put up with Dr. Kaufman and Dr. Tenpenny, the roundtable, where they talked about just really groundbreaking research, and YouTube immediately took it down. All of these people on the screen are doctors, licensed professionals, who have been censored by the technocracy. Although they are no less of a human, no, no more stupid than Tedros or any of these other people from Africa, these are wonderful, intelligent human beings. They are not being allowed civil rights just to speak from their own profession. That's, that's what they are paid to do as doctors, is to render advice. And they're not even trying to prescribe anything for what's going on. They just want to, as medical professionals, weigh in on the situation. So Dell made two major points there that I wanted to bring forward. The first major point is that we have been placed under a foreign government by the technocracy. 
They have circumvented our democratic process and our civil rights and our constitution and the Bill of Rights, and they have made us subservient to foreign leaders. Dr. Tedros is a Marxist from Africa. Then we have Bill Gates, he's a, he's a technocrat. And the other major contributors, we know communist China. These are not dictatorships that any of us as Americans uh, believe are our rulers. And even though our United States government has publicly renounced the World Health Organization, has disavowed the World Health Organization, YouTube and Google says that we cannot. So that even though we as a nation have, they say no on our platform, Americans will be subjected to the governance of these foreign entities that aren't even elected officials. None of these people were elected by anybody, really, not just Americans, but by anybody. So that's the number one thing to point out here. It's not just that they want us to take somebody's medical advice. It's that they have chosen a foreign governance that our own nation has disavowed. Our president has disavowed and defunded, and they have said, no, you will. You will not be allowed to speak against these foreign entities, unelected officials. And the second major thing that Dell said that I wanted to point out was that every major breakthrough, medical breakthrough, has come from one doctor or one team of doctors who weren't with the entrenched contemporaries. They were ahead of the game. They were on the forefront. They were researching in a different area. And that's why every, there's a name assigned to everything, Louis Pasteur and antibiotics. Everybody, every major breakthrough was discovered by somebody usually one person, one doctor, uh, the same in, in every science, whether it's physics or astronomy, every comet has a, you know, is assigned to the person who discovered its name, that this is how science works. It doesn't, it doesn't work by some governing body of foreign leaders. It works by individual doctors and scientists doing their own research and they discover earth-shattering, mind-bending breakthroughs that, that save millions of lives. And of course, the reason I'm bringing this up right now is because as most of you know, the video that I just uploaded with Dr. Kaufman and Dr. Tenpenny and about Bill Gates has already been deleted. I mean, you can see out of my last five videos, three have been removed by YouTube. And the only two that haven't been removed are videos that don't say anything. They're two minutes long. They're just me talking about, hey, they're removing my videos. I don't think we're long for this platform. So as long as we say nothing, nothing of substance, then it's okay. So I wanna point out to all of the KGB goons and censors who work for these technocrats that there's nothing in this video that I'm saying right now that is at all about the World Health Organization recommendations. So you don't have to take it down. We're not talking about the recommendations. Absolutely nothing in this video is about wearing a mask or staying at home or anything like that. And honestly, that is the least of my concerns. I'm talking about things of biblical proportion. I'm not talking about paper masks at all. 
I'm talking about Bible prophecy that has been around for millennia, speaking about an age to come when an Antichrist would finally achieve world control and world domination and enslave an entire human race. So I'm talking about something completely different than paper masks. If you want to lay on your couch for the next year and a half wearing a paper mask, hey, you're a free person. In my book, <laughs> in my book, you are free. I'm talking about something much deeper and much bigger that encompasses so much more than just one strain of a virus. Humanity has gone through so many plagues in world history and so many enslavements from the Babylonian enslavement in the beginning to the new mystery Babylon enslavement that we are going through now. So, you know, this is not the only plague and that is, this is not what this video is about. This is about the word of God and his warnings to us. And is Bible prophecy true? I know it, the Bible's been banned in public education already. Prayer's been banned. The Ten Commandments have been banned. Shoot, they're trying to rip the baby Jesus out of nativity scenes off of people's lawns. I get it. But we still have enough freedom to get our hands on a Bible and open it and take a look and see for ourselves. Are the Bible prophecies true? Could this happen in our lifetime? And this is what I've been talking about in these videos that have been deleted. Here are the two most recent videos that were deleted. They are both available on Patreon. We will be live streaming them. I mean, they're not live because they're replays of the broadcast, but they will be streaming on DLive and Periscope and Twitter now on a repeated cycle for the next few days. And they are also available presently. I don't know how long we can keep them up, but they are also presently available on a backup channel. And I will put the links down below in the description box if you didn't get to see those before they were taken down because they're taking them down really fast now. The, first, the last one was called Must See the Biggest Heist in World History. And that's about Bill Gates. This is, that's the thing. And that's what the video was about, that Bill Gates has already been to court for this with Microsoft, trying to set up a monopoly, breaking the antitrust laws. And of all things, if you go to the United States versus Microsoft Corp and you look up the documents, you'll see that he was trying to control the internet search engines. So if you don't know about that, it's in the other video, it's in it's Wikipedia, it's every it's common knowledge. But now he's sneaky snake doing it again by being the number one main financier of the World Health Organization, now this, the largest search engine in the world, Google, and their child, YouTube, uh, the second largest search engine in the world, are saying that nobody can question these, these authorities who are essentially run and financed by Bill Gates. Okay, no need to beat a dead horse, you all get it. But I wanted to point out that information is still up and it is really, really crucial information. Not just the doctors, but toward the end of the video, even if you skip all of the doctors uh, round table and go to the last 45 or 50 minutes of the video about Bill Gates, 
that's the important part because that's the part we're talking about. This has nothing to do with World Health Organization recommendations. That is not what I'm making commentary on right now. I'm making commentary on Bill Gates' marketing campaign. And I lay it out in those videos. This is a marketing campaign. He was trying to set up markets, untapped markets, to sell product. That's that's what's going on here. And that he will become an overnight trillionaire when the governments of the world start cutting the checks. If they can get this, they floated the bill through Congress three times already, and it was shot down for these mandatory vaccinations. He needs to get these bills passed through the governments of the world so they'll start cutting checks to him and his cronies, to he and Big Pharma, who have been working together in these what they consider untapped markets. This is about marketing and selling product. But going back to Bible prophecy, many of us are aware that this also goes well beyond money. There are other agendas at work here. And this is not conspiracy theory. India, entire governments have lawsuits against Bill Gates for the injuries. Injuries, physical injuries he has inflicted upon their populations. They have run him out and his foundations out of the country and filed lawsuits against him. So this is, we should be allowed to talk about this. If it was anybody else besides a multi-billionaire who has, you know, bought off the media and bought off all these agencies and everything, if it was me selling some snake oil that, you know, had killed tons of people, maimed, paralyzed people, and entire countries had ongoing lawsuits against me, I guarantee nobody would let me be creating medicine <laughs> or financing you know, vaccines or, or anything, let me be involved in anything. But it's a different story for the cabal because they have infiltrated so, you know, so many agencies. But the fact remains, and we should be allowed to talk about it because these decisions are going to have to be made in our lifetime. We are going to have to make decisions for our children, for ourselves and for our families concerning these things because these people aren't being stopped legally. These lawsuits haven't stopped these people. They're being touted as heroes and people aren't bringing up the mainstream and the celebrities and, you know, Stephen Colbert and all these people. They're not bringing up all of the carnage and the maiming and the children and uh, everything. They just bring them on and project them, you know, the propaganda that they are heroes. I don't think it's hyperbole to say that Bill Gates is singularly, I would argue, the most consequential individual of our generation. Uh, I, I mean that. Our next guest is one of the richest and most generous men in the world. Please welcome Bill Gates. At a time when everyone is looking to understand the scope of the pandemic and how to minimize the threat, one of the best informed voices is that of businessman and philanthropist Bill Gates. So, yes, it looks like we are going to be subjected to the products that these people are trying to force. You know, like I always say about the abortion debate, those same people in that same leftist mentality, they say, my body, my choice when it comes to wanting to kill their baby. But when it comes to vaccines, mandatory vaccinations and stuff, all of a sudden, it's not my body, my choice.
What, well, which is it? You can't have it both ways. Wake up. Wake up. You're not making sense. Wake up. But anyway, my other video from a few weeks ago, this one, End Times, Bill Gates, Fauci Burke's Bible Prophecy, that one speaks specifically about the generational agenda of Bill Gates. It talks about Bill Gates' father and his mother and who they were and, you know, coming from this line of these you know, big bankers and working for IBM and IBM, of course, the founder of IBM, of course, worked with the Nazi regime. And then Bill Gates's mother worked for IBM. Bill Gates's father worked for Planned Parenthood. One issue that really grabbed me as, as urgent uh, was were issues related to population, uh, reproductive health. But did you come to reproductive issues as an intellectual? When I was growing up, my parents were always involved in various uh, uh, volunteer things. My dad was uh, head of Planned Parenthood, and it was very controversial uh, to be involved with that. So this is real. Generationally, this is who these people are. So it's not conspiracy theory. It's not theory at all that these people are, are advocates for population control. So the new information that I want to put in this video right now is about a whistleblower who has come forward from one of the pharmaceutical giants working on these vaccines. And he is saying that they have isolated an antigen that binds to HCG. Now, if you're a pregnant woman, you know what HCG is. These are the hormones, the chemical processes involved in procreating. And if you can disrupt that process and bind that to that HCG, this can cause sterilization. So they've launched a huge campaign in the UK to get independent testing because part of the problem is, you know, Bill Gates has donated and funded all of the testing agencies and all of the scientists and all of the universities and all of the media outlets who do health coverage and all, you know, and that's what was in this video. Must see the biggest heist in world history, the, the top one. Uh, please go watch that. Like I said, even if you skip to the end, just to the last 45 minutes, please, if you are not aware, please go and watch that. Because we are talking about an extinction level event. As the Bible says in Matthew 24, 22, if those days had not been cut short, no flesh would be saved. But for the sake of God's elect, those days will be shortened. So we are talking about an extinction level event. The sterilization of the human race. Whether you think that's intentional or unintentional, irrelevant if these antigens are loosed into the human population. Eerily similar to the predictive programming that we were shown in the movie Children of Men, where, I'll just read it, this movie envisions a world one generation from now that has fallen into chaos on the heels of an infertility defect in the population. And it's a mystery. It's a mystery, right? Why nobody could reproduce anymore. And there was one woman who got pregnant and they were all fighting to save her and find out why she had immunity and yada, yada, yada. But there's your predictive programming. 
now again, I have to make a disclaimer before I release this clip that I'm not, I can't vet this information. I'm not saying that this is absolutely true. All I'm doing is reporting on the fact that this is a movement in the world right now, that there is a movement in the UK. They're trying to get 3 million signatures to go before their parliament because they wanna do independent testing before these products are given to humans because they feel that too many of the agencies doing the testing have uh, conflicts of interest. So it, I'm not saying that it's true. I'm just passing along information reporting that this is what's being talked about. Uh, this is an individual out of the UK who's done some investigation. He says he's got a whistleblower from GlaxoSmithKline who has looked at the vaccines that are being rushed out. And uh, everybody is rushing these vaccines. They're skipping, human, they're skipping animal testing. They want human volunteers that they're going to inject people with. Think about that. We're going to inject this into people without proper testing, even though this is supposedly so dangerous that we have shut down the global economy. And some information from an alleged um, GSK insider who um, uh, believes that uh, certain antigens are going to appear in the vaccine that are going to be harmful to uh, people. And we'll get into that. But first, I just want to kind of look at who is running the vaccine trial. Um, and Dr. Andrew Preston spoke on television the other night. Um, and he's from the Department of Biology and Biochemistry at the Milner Center for Evolution at Bath University. And uh, just looking at the connections between um, people and Bill Gates, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, uh, we found out that he had been given a 28 million pound grant from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. The people that he worked with, and I'll just quickly run through this. Um, so his collaborators, uh, and this is all on his uh, page at Bath uh, University, uh, is Dr. Eric Harville from Penn State University. He got a 10 million pound grant from uh, Bill and Melinda. Um, Dr. Ernest from the University of Baltimore in Maryland. Um, they're a massive uh, university. And uh, so the people that he worked with, works with there uh, got seven million pounds. 2.9 of that came from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. The rest came from the National Institute for, of Allergy and Infectious Diseases in America, which is run by Anthony Fucci, who is the Chris Whitty of America. Um, uh, there's also a Dr. Caroline uh, Cole, uh, she got 14.5 million. He works with her. Um, then you've got people who are continually funded. Uh, Dr. Philippe Dahotti and Philippe Goffin. They regularly receive support uh, from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. So that's who he works with, um, uh, both here in the UK and in America, uh, Dr. Andrew Preston. And he also works with GSK Biologicals. Um, uh, and they produce, uh, basically, they've got the biggest uh, vaccine production factory in the world, in Wavre, in Belgium. And it's, uh, they produce 2 million doses of over 30 vaccines every single day. Okay, so that's Dr. Andrew Preston. He has clearly got links, uh, major links, with Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. And we've discussed how they've infiltrated the uh, vaccine network. And uh, now we're talking about how they're in interfering and trying to manipulate the um, human trials and uh, delivering these vaccines. So our insider um, has sent us information, essentially, um, uh, claims that the vaccine has already been made and it contains various antigens and uh, a concoction of chemicals, basically.
recently, uh, some of which he has um, uh, delivered to us. So this is what's going to be in there, um, uh, we believe. Um, so this is not necessarily, I mean, we're, we're one foot in this and one foot out, um, but I'm gonna go through this, I'm gonna present it um, as though uh, um, it's the truth, because I believe it is. So um, there's going to be an anti-HCG antigen. Now, um, this is uh, HCG, uh, is something for um, causes sterility um, in women. And it is also combined um, with um, HCG and OLH and 37 amino acid carboxy terminal peptides, uh, known as CTP, are also in there. The principle of anti-HCG vaccine is to introduce antibodies which combine to HCG and render it biologically inactive. Um, out of the 63 women they tested uh, with this HCG, 61 of them became infertile. So out of 63 women they tested, GSK tested with this antigen, uh, this concoction of chemicals, 61 became infertile. And they believe that's what's in the vaccine. Um, there's also, so that's the female one. The male, um, uh, what's going to appear, appear in the male vaccines, we believe, is called GNRH. And it results in decreased testicular size. So your, your testicles are going to shrink. Um, a drop of testosterone levels and marked atrophy of the prostate. This is a sperm-specific mitochondrial antigen um, and so what that does is this uh, uh, chemical attacks the sperm kills its mitochondrial dna so it has nothing to deliver so it will still be alive it'll still be swimming around but when it goes to the egg it will have nothing to, to deliver into that its mitochondrial dna will be damaged um, so um, in uh, and they tested this on baboons um, so uh, it's a specific uh, sperm specific mitochondrial antigen produce an antibody response in baboons and reduce fertility in the females. Again, this is not science fiction. This is just pull up the articles, the research, look at the papers. You can go and get the scientific papers and read them and see that this is not science fiction. Remember the uh, contraceptive corn, genetically modified corn, the pregnancy prevention plants, are the handiwork of the San Diego biotechnology company Epicyte, where researchers have discovered a rare class of human antibodies that attacks sperm. And that's one of the things that the whistleblower was talking about. We're all told antibodies are all, like, it's only good that you need to have antibodies in your system. You'll be tested for antibodies. That's, it's, you know, it's always wonderful. Well, it's not always wonderful. Some of these antibodies attack sperm. And that's what the whistleblower was saying that it actually corrupts the DNA in the nucleus of the sperm. And this goes along with everything we've been talking about for the last several years. What was it last year or the end of 2018 when I put up the Age of Deceit, the Trans Agenda and Breeding Program uh, full version video toward the, I don't know, probably middle-ish of that video when we're talking about the breeding program and and we list and list and list and list all of the celebrities, uh, IVF programs, 
and we go into it and show the articles about the infertility of men nowadays. I'll put the link below to the rest of that whistleblower video so you can see, but he goes on to talk about also it lowering testosterone and that type of thing, which goes into this trans agenda. But anyway, it's all in that video. I'll probably put the link to that below in the description box as well. Another important one is the rhesus factor deception, the video I did about the Rh negative blood types. Now you would think none of these things are related, right? How can the trans agenda and breeding program be related to the Rh negative blood types and be related to what we're going through right now? But they are all related if you'll take the time to hear us out. For example, when I talk about the blood types, people just assume that there are these, you know, that these different blood types have just always been. But if you understand what blood types are, they are literally antigens that have attached to our cells that make our own bodies create these antibodies that we find in the plasma. And that's how we differentiate blood types. But in reality, there is no difference in our blood cells. All of our blood cells are O, O negative. Negative means you test negative for these antigens. These are right there, antigens in the red blood cell and the antibodies that they make your body create. So these aren't part of our cells. These are things that have been put into us over generations. So say your blood group A, your type A blood, all that means is you have a regular O blood cell, which tests negative for all of these antigens, an O negative does. And uh, if you have type A, means you have that basic blood cell that everybody has, but you have this antigen stuck on the outside of your cells which creates this type of antibody. If, you if you're blood type B, it means you have this type of antigen stuck on the outside of your cells. If you're AB blood type, it means you, you test positive for both of those. And then on top of all of those antigens, we have the rhesus factor. So if you test positive for the rhesus antigen, you're Rh positive. If you test negative, then you're Rh negative. So they've made us think that we have all of these different blood types, like different blood cells, but we don't. They're all type O. The only thing that differentiates us is how much, how many of these antigens are stuck on you, or have been introduced into your body over the generations. And again, that's why it's so important not to silence the voice of independent researchers and doctors who aren't in the trench, in the rut of thinking, to let people do their own individual investigation because somebody holds the answer. This is not anything I've ever heard anybody else talk about. In fact, with the RH negative bloodlines, most people say, oh, well, that's the, the elites. They're the lizard people. And they, that's why they RH negative is terrible. And, and that's why RH negative mothers, their antibodies will attack their own children if they're not negative. What? How can you not see? That's the opposite of the truth. The reason why the elites are so much test negative for all of these antigens, why they have uh, RH negative blood types, is because they have the vaccines. And actually, that's not even accurate. That's, a, that's an oversimplification. That was a, a misspeak on my part. But they have the technology and they have the breeding programs.
because you know that these antigens, we're passing them on to our children. So that's why our blood types are passed on to our children. That's why they have breeding programs and they have technology that goes, you know, well beyond the breeding programs. And really, I think that has very little to do with vaccines, to be honest. I think there's all types of other technology deal with these antigens. They keep their bloodlines, quote unquote, pure. That's what their pure bloodline means. But of course, there are some humans who have slipped through the cracks and they don't have all of these antigens. So there are still Rh negative people in society. But it's not a bad thing and it's not a lizard thing. And the reason an RH mother's body will fight off an RH positive child if that blood mingles is because it's an antigen. Everybody knows that's how your immune system works. It produces antibodies to fight off these because antigens are infections. So if a non-infected an RH negative mother detects an infection, these antigens, of course she's going to produce antibodies to fight off that infection. It all makes sense if we can look at this scientifically and logically, if they will allow us to move forward and get away from the barbaric primitive understandings, that these false foundations that we have been building layer upon layer on. I mean, it's right here. Just type in uh, the difference between antigens and antibodies and or just type in the definition. You can see antigens can be bacteria, viruses, fungi that cause infection and disease. So when we have our cells, even our blood cells covered in these antigens, I, I just don't understand why we're why this has escaped the medical community and why it's so uh, forbidden or shocking for me, a regular person, to point it out. But anyway, I'm getting off topic. If you want to go back and watch that transagenda and breeding program video and watch that RH negative bloodline deception uh, video, that's important to these topics and the times that we are living in. And in that transagenda breeding program video, especially, I showed these articles, articles like this about men's sperm counts. This didn't just start. Whether this alleged whistleblower is, is telling the truth or whatever is really irrelevant because these things have been pumped into us for generations. In fact, that whistleblower says that it takes seven to 10 years to, for the effect to start to manifest which is exactly what the doctor in uh, the pandemic, what she was saying about the different cancer viruses and stuff that were introduced, that it takes generations, it could take 20 years to see the manifested uh, reactions. That's why we don't have any long-term studies on vaccines. We just look around us like everything's a mystery. Like why is cancer in the United States the number two killer of humans? It's rampant. What is it like one out of three people will end up having some form of cancer? And yet you go over to the third world, take something like breast cancer. The rates over there, we have like 10,000 times the rate of breast cancer here that they have over there in these other underdeveloped countries. So could there be a correlation? Maybe all this stuff they've been injecting into us, all of these wonderful antibodies and antigens and stuff, uh, you know, could we be paying the price for that now? Because the fact is, men's sperm rates 
have been right here. A strange thing has happened. This is GQ, but just go to the search engine. There's study after study after study after study. Uh, it's well established. But here's this one. A strange thing has happened to men over the past few decades. We've become increasingly infertile, so much so that within a generation, we may lose the ability to reproduce entirely. What's causing this mysterious drop in sperm counts? And is there a way to reverse it before it's too late? And even if you think this whistleblower is totally lying and just making stuff up and should be thrown in jail, like Dr. Judy Mikovits was thrown in jail for saying these exact types of things, even if you think this whistleblower should be thrown in jail like Judy was, and we should just disregard all of these doctors, the hundreds and thousands of medical professionals who have dissenting opinions. It, even if you think we should just do away with all doctors except for who Google and YouTube say can exist, then how do you explain there's still other evidence like the sperm counts? Are you just going to disregard all of the lawsuits in Africa that say these same exact entities these same exact mega corporations, these technocracies were involved in distributing chemicals into their population that sterilized them in vulnerable populations that they targeted. In 2014, the World Health Organization was accused of chemically sterilizing millions of Kenyan women without their consent. They did this with what was said to be a tetanus vaccine. The World Health Organization has since admitted to developing sterility and family planning vaccines for over a decade. Of course, Africa isn't the only place these forced sterilizations have reached. Beyond vaccines, they've even tried to limit fertility by genetically modifying crops, like they did with contraceptive corn. And back when Monsanto was only Monsanto, not Bayer Monsanto, Gates had invested millions and millions of dollars in the company. And then the final solution. And then the final solution. Uh, which is a year to two years off is the vaccine. So we've got to go full speed ahead on all three fronts. And then the final solution. Uh, just to head off the conspiracy theorists. Uh, just to head off the conspiracy theorists. Maybe we shouldn't call the vaccine the final solution. Maybe just the Good best point. solution. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay.